<laughs> I hate starting the episodes. I don't know why it's so weird. We just welcome her. Welcome everyone to Thoughts from Pool Therapy. <laughs> the uh, unenthusiastic entrance by Melanie and our special guest. Hello, pool peeps. Welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy. It's Megan, your girl. Hi. <laughs> and it's Melanie. What's up, demons? It's your boy. Yeah, I'm a girl. Yeah. It's me. And we also have a very special guest. Special in all senses of the word. Oh, thank you. <laughs> She's something. She's something. She's our mother. You know her. You love her. It's Becky J. Becky J. <laughs> it's Becky Johnson. Hi, mom. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, pool peeps. I thought you were gonna call her. Call her Becky. Hi, Hello, Becky. Becky. Formal. Welcome to our podcast. Becky thank with you. the good hair. Becky with the good hair. Yes, um, so, yes, this is our mom, Becky. It. It's been our mom our, our whole lives. Whole lives. <laughs> Almost 30 years for me. Yep. Insert existential crisis here. <laughs> Same. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true, true, true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we have the wonderful, talented Becky J. A queen, an icon, and treasure. Yep, legend, icon, and star, if you will. Yep. Becky J. She's world-renowned, uh, literally. Uh, some of my friends in London know her. Mm. Charles, Nikki, <laughs> other people that I know in London. Um, but, yeah, we have Mom here. Yay. And she's so thrilled about it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> right before we started filming or recording, you guys, she said, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. You've been on other episodes before, Mom. So. That's true, but I was never, like, the special guest. Right, the so. star. Right. Yeah. So you are the star this week. Yay. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I hope I have something interesting to say. I think you will have something interesting to say because you have a very interesting story that we'll get into later. Yes. Um, so let's let's just kick it off. How about um, let's kick it. Are you keen? Yes. <laughs> Corey, sorry for that. <laughs> so sorry. I'm keen. Melanie's giving me a weird look. Okay. So, Mom, you are an avid listener, even though you're a little bit behind right now, mm-hmm. but I won't tell anybody. Only one episode, but okay. okay. Um, what are we going to start off with? Um, sign or favorite things? Favorite things. Favorite Very good. Things. Yeah, it oh, used okay. to be sign when I first started the podcast, but I decided that fa- favorite things were a little bit better to start off with. Gotcha. Um, so what are your top three favorite things of the week? They could be people, places, things, food, TV show, pop culture, Anything that is just your your favorite thing this week? Um, okay, <laughs> if I have to pick three or choose three, figure out three. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite things is that I'm glad that um, Jasmine seems to be better. She had a little um, a little health issue, and it seems that we've nursed her back to. Um, to health, so I'm, yeah, that is one of my favorite things this week. That was really awful because th- this is my first time actually like 
in my opinion, like, really having a dog that's my dog. Right. Like, me and Melanie, like, yeah, we live with you, and, like, she's your dog, too, but Mm -hmm. Melanie and I adopted her, so she Mm -hmm. feels like our child. Right. (laughs) Right. So I feel a lot more responsibility to keep her going and keep her, like, alive and be a parent to her. So it was really scary for that reason because I've never had a dog that I have had to directly help in times of crisis like that. That you were responsible for. Correct. Right. And Jasmine has never been through what she was going through. She was getting sick, like, constantly during the day one day a couple weeks ago. And it got to the point where it was like she couldn't – she didn't have anything else to get sick. (laughs) And it was just – it was bad. Um and we had to take her to the ER, the vet ER, which was scary, too, because it was down in Haines City. And if you live in Haines City, that place is scary. And, and it was 1230 at, at 1230 night. At 1230 at night. And I had to work at 9 a.m. the next morning. It was yeah. a whole thing. And then, yeah. like, your dog can't talk to you. So, True. like, she can't say, like, oh, my my stomach hurts or mm-hmm. my throat hurts or why, I'm ke- why do I keep throwing up? She just, like, she does it. And you just have to, like, look at her and be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it was just very traumatizing. But, yeah, she is... It seems like she's back to her normal health, normal yeah, self. She's on the mend. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that's also a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on that. my list, but it's on my list. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and we kind of all, all together um, helped her get back to health. I think we yeah. did, did some of our own kind of figuring out and doctoring and researching and stuff. So, Which mom um, enjoys doing research right. you'll probably come to find that out through this episode if you don't already know becky <laughs> right. could probably work for the cia right yeah. um, or fbi whichever one um yeah. because she's really good at figuring stuff out yeah. but anyway that's neither here nor there yeah um, <laughs> what's your um, second favorite my thing? second favorite thing i think is uh captain america oh. movie uh, <laughs> okay do tell mom we can talk about chris evans yeah i so. mean no we can't this is a this is no um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. I think we're gonna start um, watching the the movies in order of release, or no chronological chronological order. order. Yes, order. Um, I've watched a few of them here and there, but um, have been intrigued by the uh, Wandavision show. Yeah, actually, that might be one of my favorite things too. Um, but um, so anyway, we started watching them. So we watched Captain America last night, and I the first Avenger. So literally the first, the first of the chronological right. series. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I'm really excited to like watch those movies because I said earlier that I've seen most of those. I mean, all of them now, but I don't remember some of them. So I've seen them like once and never saw them again or watched them again. So I'm excited to go through them again. <laughs> all 20 something of them. 22. 22. Oh, pl- wait, that's including Spider-Man, right? Yes. Yeah, also, side note, uh, Sony, uh, I'm going to need you to give us the Tom Holland Spider-Man's back to put on Disney+. Plus, Please, if you listen to my podcast, let me know, okay? And we'll work out a deal. Thank you. (laughs) Love me. Anyway, what's your third thing? Uh, My third thing, I think, is I did, um, we we kind of Peloton bike for, I don't know, a while now. I've hardly ever, I've I've been on it a few times. I've mostly just been trying to walk more. But um, I did a Peloton walk or part of one for the first time um, Mm. yesterday and I really liked it and I think um, since you know we have this service that we're paying for and we have a Peloton bike I should probably uh, start getting into it a little bit more but the walk I did a a country music just 20 minute fun um, fun walk fun walk yeah and it was um, I really liked it so it was a little bit more motivating than just walking yeah Um, 
Plus, it plays music. And I like the music, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to pick out the music. It was already picked for yeah. me, so. That's how I pick my exercises, by the music. Right. Yeah. And how hard it is. I realize right. that anything above an eight, I really shouldn't do, because I'll come out looking like a tomato. Right. <laughs> but, guys, this is not sponsored by Peloton. Oh, right. But, it's <laughs> mom. <laughs> but they're doing two free months of the app right now for you to try. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. And, there I mean, I love. a commercial for it, too. Yeah. I love the walks. I love the the bike rides. Obviously, um, I talk about my Peloton all the time to anybody that yeah. will listen. Uh, so <laughs> it's and, really fun. And Joe Biden has one. And Joe Biden has one, so that tells you. There's all one in the White know. House now, I think. I hope they figured out the internet connection <laughs> to right. it. Yep. Um, well, I think that's a really great array of things, Mom. So thank you for sharing. Yep. Melanie Bostick. What are your three things? That's me. Um, it me. It me. Um, number one was are the chicken and enchiladas that we have for dinner tonight. <laughs> Melanie's a girl that works Agreed. on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a really good shout out to Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored. Uh, not sponsored. Mm. Number two, also food related. Um, <laughs> My girl. Um, the Detroit style pizza from oh, Pizza Hut. I almost that put that on my list, so I'm glad I did. Yeah. That was almost yeah. on my list too. Yeah. Yep. Very it's good. a new thing from Pizza Hut, folks. It's like, um, it's not really pizza, I would say. It's more like fancy bread with cheese and then sauce on top of the cheese. Yeah. So you don't have any sauce under the cheese like a normal pizza. Right. So it's almost like eating like fluffy garlic bread or something. Yeah. With mm-hmm. cheese and sauce on top. And it was chef's That's kiss. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Pizza Hut. Thanks, mm-hmm. Greg Camerling. Mm-hmm. Dinner yeah. was sponsored by Greg Camerling, yes. LLC, last Thanks. night. Yep. Thanks, Greg Camerling. <laughs> yep. And then number three, I think, is... The Marvel Marathon that we're gonna do, mm, that we are yeah. going to do. Mm-hmm. I said to the fam that I'm excited to have something planned for me to watch already because my least favorite thing is when we sit down on the couch and we don't have something picked out to watch within the like first five minutes that we're sitting down. Yeah. Because we have every single streaming service you could possibly think of and cable. Right. And we never have been able to find something we w- yeah. to watch. Ever. And and then we always end up either watching Shark Tank. Shark Tank. <laughs> Or um, CNN, CNN, which which turn that turn that's that triggering. Off. Yeah. So sorry, didn't give a trigger warning before for yeah. everybody out there. But my parents have become in become people that watch CNN every day now. So yeah. well, there's always something to watch. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, those are those were great things, Mel. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. Um, my three favorite things. Um, the first one is Wandavision. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, girl. I did not expect to like that show as much. I was really excited just to watch it because it was something new mm-hmm. in the middle of a panna cotta that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Panorama, the Panda Express. Um, Panorama. And, yeah. The last episode, I won't spoil it, but it tied in one of my favorite storylines from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, Greg can attest to this and my family can attest to this that I was just sitting there with like my hands on my head like, what is happening? Yeah. The entire time because A, I was confused, but also B, I was excited. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm excited for more episodes of that. Um, my second favorite thing is um, this is a shout out to Colleen Reed in Reno, Nevada, avid pool peep fan, um, previous guest. Um, she recently joined Young Living, mm. Essential Oils Under Me. Um, so shout out to her for supporting my business. Um, but she found a blend or she created, and I don't, I'm not sure. Um, and I'm calling it Colleen's Secret Blend. <laughs> it's um, it's not going to be secret anymore, Colleen. So uh, it's lemon essential oil, peppermint essential oil, and lavender essential oil. And she says her and her fiancé, Jonathan, have had the best sleeps of their lives in the last two weeks. 
Yeah, I walked in into Megan's room and and it, it smelled really, really good. Yeah. I, I asked her what she was burning when I came in. Yeah, so not sponsored by Young Living either, but shout out to Colleen and Jonathan for that recommendation. Um, me and Colleen now just only chat about oils <laughs> in our text messages, so um, I'm glad that I have an oily friend to chat with her uh, about uh, essential oils. And then my third thing is the vinegar scrub and shampoo oh. from Monate mm-hmm. Global Hair Care or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, Monate Global. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sponsored again. Wow, it just mm-hmm. sounds like we're just <laughs> talking right. about brand deals right. here. Yeah. Um, it's a scrub, it's a scalp scrub with vinegar infused in it to help purify your scalp. And like if you use a lot of dry shampoo, like your girl does, mm-hmm. uh, I use dry sham- I use the powder dry shampoo and I also use a spray dry shampoo. So it leads to a lot of buildup on my scalp and the vinegar scrub is supposed to break down the buildup and purify your scalp and also exfoliate it. And it's like a shampoo almost too um, for your hair. And then um, it came with a shampoo as well. So you put the scrub on and then you do the shampoo, shampoo. and mm-hmm. that has vinegar in it too to kind of mm-hmm. purify your hair too. Yeah, the scrub is also really good if you have a dry scalp. Yes, kind like of exfoliates it and moisturizes melanie bostic does all at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it's really nice. It smells good and it it helps leave my hair. I used it tonight and it ma- made my hair feel really really nice. So Excellent. thank you, Monate Global, and thank you, Becky Jane, for being my rep. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, I think those are all wonderful things, so thanks for sharing. Um, now, Mom. Yes. Let's dive in. Okay. To, <laughs> yeah, to some astrology. Okay. Now, we've chatted about astrology before. You let me go on and on about, like... <laughs> This is my sun sign. My horoscope says this. Mom, did you know that you were born at blah, 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 which means you're a blah, 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 blah. Um, and this is where the planets were when you were born. But I don't actually know if you like astrology or if you understand it or appreciate it. So this will be a very interesting conversation. We already kind of talked about it a little bit before we started recording about your birth chart, your natal chart, which I looked up. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Cafe Astrology. Again, not a sponsorship. <laughs> But they really dive into your, that you can put in your coordinates or like where you were born, your time, your birthday, and then it tells you exactly where the planets were at the time you were born, um, which tells us what your different signs are. Um, So I just think it's really interesting. Uh, Again, I'm not an expert on this, and I also um, (laughs) don't claim that it's like the end-all be-all of everything. I always say when I talk about this that it's about energy that you identify with. It doesn't all have to be your energy. It's the collective energy of your sign uh, and the time you were born. So the planets have a huge effect on the earth, obviously. Like, if the moon can affect the ocean, like the I tides, said, right. how can it not water, affect the humans right. that are living on the earth? Right. That's just my little Plus disclaimer. <laughs> humans are, what, 80% water or something yes. like that? So that's And um, we're all energy... We're, we're energy beings, like we're, we're beings right. full of energy between people and, and stuff, so how would that not have an effect on right. your your personality and your, your inner workings? Right. But anyway, <laughs> Ma, what is your sign? Well, I have that big Virgo energy. She got that big Virgo energy. <laughs> yeah, she does. That's right, ladies and gents, you heard it, clear, you heard it correctly. My mother is a Virgo, and I am also a Virgo. Yep. Big yikes energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so mom has the big Virgo energy, 
Um, so, Mom, what do you know about uh, your sign and the big Virgo energy? Um, I mean, I've never really explored it too much. Back when, you know, you used to read the newspaper, your horoscope was in the newspaper every day for the day or whatever. Oh. Um, so I used to read that um, back a long time ago when they used to put that huh. kind of stuff in the paper. The paper? What's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I've, I mean, I know that I am a Virgo and that I am um, a pretty, I, I am a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Virgo and I am a Virgo. I, stick, I think that um, from what I know, I, I stick, I identify pretty closely with the Virgo um, sign. And, um, and I, I find it very interesting. I've just never really... Uh, dived into it too much mm -hmm. to, to learn more about it. But when you talk about it, I'm, it's very interesting. Yeah. I've always loved astrology. I think it's always been something I connect with very easily because I, I like understanding kind of the, the uh, I don't know if you call it like the great beyond or like just something to connect to. I think it helps me kind of stay down to earth, almost like connecting to something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, mean, I think, it, I think yeah. it kind of helps you sort of figure out who you are at two Why am point. I the way I am? <laughs> right, right. So it gives you a starting point to look mm -hmm. at that, I think. Yeah. Um, some basic knowledge or yeah. points. And your mm -hmm. birthday is actually interesting because it's September 21st, so it's you're literally right up to the, the wall of the next sign, right. which is right. Libra. Right. And I don't know much about Libras, but what, from what I've been reading and like hearing, Libras are all about like balance, and judgment, not in a bad way, but like making sure they make well-informed decisions mm. and just being very, uh, not like they, they don't have too many passionate feelings about things. They're very kind of like, well, how can I make this better by understanding both or however many sides I need to understand? So it's interesting that you kind of are, you fall right up to the, the Virgo Libra cusp. Right. But I don't believe in cusp signs. I think you are one or the other, but I think you also have some kind of pull. Yes, I mean, what you just Libra. said about Libra, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with, with that. Yeah, thing. so I need to do a little more digging into that. Right. Um, gotcha. But you're also a Virgo moon and a Pisces rising, which that one, when we were reading this description, didn't really connect much with you right. in the way that it was written. But then I was telling her, I was like, well... I wouldn't, it was saying that Pisces ascendings or risings are very dreamy, dreamy and live right. kind of in the clouds and are hard to pull back down to earth, which I don't think is true, but mom is a very positive person. She likes to see the the good in things. The half, cup is half full, um, which some people who aren't like that could see as dreamy, dreamy or like. over overly optimistic or right. naive, almost ignorant. Looking um, at the world through rose-colored glasses. Yes, but which, I don't. I don't really have a tendency. I don't do that. I no, don't think. Mm -mm. but um, but I guess the point is, some people could think that maybe because I'm positive that I I could be doing that. Correct. See, right. that is correct. Um, so I found something interesting because you're our mother. So I pulled up how the signs interact with their children mm -hmm. and what their children's signs are, and I also looked up your mom's sign. My grandmother, Florence, was a Pisces, which is mom's rising sign. So I mm -hmm. thought that was a little, I mean, that's not coincidence or anything. Like, that's, that's right. just. The way it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it was interesting because 
I know Pisces, like we have Jordan, who's our friend oh. who's a Pisces. Um, so, but he's a male, but right. so it might be a little bit different. Um, but it said Pisces and Virgo can see the world through the same artistic lens, but a Virgo may seem a little too rational for the imaginative Pisces. Mm. And from what I know about her, right. she had kind of grand, not maybe gestures, or she was kind of over the top almost. Like, you told me this story once when I was little that if she had been alive when I, not when I was little, I was like middle school probably. You said that if she were alive and I was alive and, um, at the same she time. She would have known you, right. She would have taken me like all over the world and like, she would have given done, me yeah. everything. Right. So that's right. kind of how I interpreted that. Mm. Instead of like imaginative, like she was just kind of grand mm. in in that for some reason or another. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, I don't know, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, except that this is talking of, uh, from the point of view of the Pisces parent, like the, that's how the article is talking to them. Uh, except that your Virgo child may not be able to fully accompany you on the larger flights of fancy. And know that your little Virgo can provide valuable lessons and when it's time to pay attention to reality. Mm. So. Huh. I thought that was interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to chew on that for a while and see how that... Um... That's something Mom and Melanie have in common. <laughs> um, if you know Melanie, Melanie likes to listen to things and then she won't necessarily give you your, her opinion right away. Sometimes she has to like... I have to process everything before I... Say anything. say anything. And mom is the same way. Some mm. Mom has said that she's gotten feedback before that says, like, if you talk really slowly. Right. Not like she has an impediment or anything, but right. that you can tell your, your gears are turning to say the thing you need to say. Right. <laughs> yep. And Melanie is, is similar in that way. Yep. Right. Um, so, another little... Yeah. Problem. Well, Melanie's always, she's very observant. She's yes. always looking and she's filed stuff away. Mm -hmm. Whether the the output is ever going to come back <laughs> Big Gemini energy. Again, yeah. Is, you know, um, remains to be seen on a, on a, on a topic. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, That's true. Yeah. But always, always observing and, and learning and, and putting stuff away and in the brains. Yeah. That people yes. don't necessarily notice. Yeah. I always said that I saw what was directly like in my tunnel. Like I could see I can see into the future too. I, I can think long term. But I see straight ahead. Where I always said that Melanie saw around. Mm -hmm. Maybe not through, but around everything else. Mm -hmm. So when we put me and Melanie together, it could complete a whole right picture. Right. Almost. Could but, see all of it. Yes. So I think that's, I think you also do the same thing as me, Mom, but you speak and observe and process similar to how Melanie mm -hmm. does. Um, but as a Virgo parent, I have, I want to read you about having a Virgo child, me, okay. Nigging, and having a Gemini child, which is Melody Bostic. That's me. So, since I'm the oldest, I will go first. Um, <laughs> okay. I also think birth order has something to do with it, too, but yes, that's a absolutely. separate conversation. Absolutely. Um, and y'all ain't ready for it, okay? <laughs> Um, I'm also not prepared for that. So, mm. um, Virgo parents see themselves in their Virgo kids and it can drive them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, both are committed to being their best selves and seeing their most fussy traits reflected in each other can help them both relax. Mm. My, I'm literally like a carbon cutout of my mom. Yeah. In terms of how I think, act, yeah, pretty much everything about me. Mm -hmm. And it's probably because we're both Virgos. Too. Like, that probably also has something to yeah, do with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, my birthday's three days before my mom's. Mm. 
So right. I'm a little bit more Virgo than <laughs> maybe she might be. Um, not in like a good or bad way, just right. I'm closer inward. But people have always said, and I've always thought this, that I am, I am my mother. Like yeah. I, I am Becky J. Right. Um, in every good, bad, mediocre, <laughs> positive, negative, <laughs> all of it. Yep. Um, Melanie agrees. Yep. One hundred percent. Um, she's stuck in the middle of these two Virgos. Yes. Correct. <laughs> she's very uh, overwhelming at times. Melanie, as an air sign, lives with no air. Yeah. Yeah. Lives with three earth signs. So if that kills you, anything. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Melanie. Yeah. You all should out. feel sorry for her. <laughs> help me out, my fellow air signs. Yeah. Um, but also for the Gemini, uh, Virgo parent Gemini child relationship. Uh, so for them, it says Virgo parents can get exacerbated with Gemini. While Gemini bristles at Virgo's static, staic, staid, staid, stad. Mm. I'm pretty smart, y'all, but some of these words in here don't get me. Um, (laughs) Approach to parenting. Their staid, staid approach to parenting. There goes mom pulling out her phone to look it up. Um, We have to take a quick moment Um, to um, (laughs) look up the word. Oh, it it says that if someone, uh, something is staid or however you say it, you meet you mean that they are serious, dull, <coughs> and rather old-fashioned. Mm. Hmm. Well, that's, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Gemini bristles at Virgo's staid approach to parenting. The two signs bond over art and music, and they may find it easiest to talk about art while really talking about what's going on between them. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> the first one made me laugh so hard. What? Virgo parents can get exacerbated with Gemini. Oh. <laughs> because I wouldn't necessarily would say exacerbated, but Melanie was a difficult child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was in that, well, if she had a sleep problem when she... Yeah, know, we'll get into that later because someone asked and, a question about that. Um, I mean, neither one of you guys were really difficult. I would say That's true. that Melanie and I have a harder time maybe uh, openly communicating. Part of it is because Melanie, like we just said, observes stuff and Mm. then she files it away and she might not bring it back out for any to discuss with anybody else or... That's true. um, So, um, where I feel like us two Virgos have a pretty easy time of talking about pretty much anything and even Mm -hmm. if we don't agree, we can kind of have a... Uh, we fight and I'm just kidding. I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we just we're have, fighting. We have a discussion about it, and you know, you say what you think, and I say what I think, and you know, we kind of try to figure it out if it's something that we're trying to figure out what we're going to do or what the best thing might be mm-hmm. to to um, to do or say or whatever. So yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> Melanie, do you just I feel, feel like I'm in like a roasting? Like, no, no, <laughs> no. You, you and mom just have a very different like, relationship for me and mom, which is similar to every parent. I mean, it's really just a communication, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, like, I don't mean it in a bad way. Yeah. Just, just it's, it's different, right? That's all. Whole peeps, I'm getting roasted. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mel. I love you, Mel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. I never really thought about parent signs. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we're not going to get into the birth order thing, but it definitely, <laughs> definitely makes a difference. Um, Melanie, do you, um, do you have any thoughts, opinions, comments, concerns? I know you feel like you're being roasted, but it's all very interesting. I'm yeah. trialing it away. Yeah. Oh, okay. In processing. So mm-hmm. this should be part of your 
poopy, uh, what, did, what are we going to call it? Uh, adult adult swim. swim, where mm-hmm. you think back to some of the conversations we have and you process after you yeah, process. Yeah, and then you can talk about it. Answer them. about it. Mm-hmm. File that away for later. Put that in the filing bank. Mental mm-hmm. note. You can, <laughs> you, you can make a note and journal about it. Too. Uh, wh- oh, I'm use one of my many journals. Are you, that are I you have. doing that still? Yeah. How's it going? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. I I'm a, I changed over from the happier mind journal <gasps> to my new mindset who dis because I like that formatting better. Oh. And they it's happier mind is like the same thing every day. Right new mindset who this like yeah it has like the same format but like some of the things are like what was the best moment from today what skills do, are you grateful for mm-hmm. um write about a happy memory and then it has another like thought provoking like thing like are you living in the present moment why are you not like and i oop yeah it's calling me out mm. oh. i felt i feel red is that the case kenny one yes and the I, other one was a different one that you got yeah Cool. I can't remember his name. That's okay. Yeah. That's allowed. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, there's a little, a little adult swim moment with Melody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Um. So now, Mom. Yes. I mentioned earlier that you have a very interesting story and journey. Yes. With your mental health. Yes. Um. So, let's go ahead and dive into that. Um. The deep end. Yeah. Ah! Um, I can't swim. I can't swim. <laughs> Raven, I can't swim. Um. I need a lifeguard. Oh. Is there a lifeguard here? She's texting on her phone. <laughs> She's looking at her phone. She ain't even paying attention. Hi. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm on my 15 minute break. Shut oh. up. We had no breaks in this hour and a half long adventure, Melanie. <laughs> Melanie. Lifeguards don't get breaks. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, they Bethany. They, they scan and they do this little thing. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Mom. Yes. Becky. Yes. Mama J. Mm-hmm. As some people referred to you. Um, go ahead. And I mean, I just want you to take it away because your journey is very interesting, like I said, and it also could probably help some people to know. Uh, so take it away, Becky J. Um, well, I... The usual question is about, you know, therapy. Tell us about your mental health journey, right, what's right, your experience with therapy. therapy. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, so, I should have given you some um, intro to it. Yeah. So, the, um, <laughs> yeah. No, the, the pool. <laughs> anyway. I mean, the therapy, the pool therapy is what started, you know, this whole thing. The and reason that, that we're was, here. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I was hanging out with those people in the pool. Um, she was. Yeah, yep. and uh, loved it, and it was great. It was great therapy for during the summer. But um, my, I, I have been to therapy um, several times. Actual, actual therapy, not not in the pool. Um, <laughs> with a licensed professional. <laughs> yeah, <a> licensed professional. <laughs> um, a few times over my um, my adult life, and um, you know. One of the times it was with like a really um, uh, psychologist, or she could have even been a psychiatrist. And back when I was um, first married, and we didn't have any kids yet, and I don't even really remember what that was, why I was doing that. I think um, my story is that I had, uh, I probably have had anxiety for 
at least my whole my my adult life anyway um, I had um, not a very happy childhood mm. and um, that's true my parents divorced when I was 13 it was a horrible horrible um, divorce for all everyone involved and um, I was 13 my brother was 10 um, and my dad remarried right away and that's the the reason for the divorce uh, um, and I scandalo. <laughs> um, so anyway that happened when I was 13 and it was a, a terrible time for me and my brother and my mom couldn't deal with it and my dad was remarried and of course he wanted to see us and um, kind of the outcome of that was I actually was didn't talk to my dad for probably about a year or so even though um, I was really close to my dad I always loved him and um, my mom just kind of because um, she couldn't deal with what was going on put a kind of put a wedge between us for a while but we made our way mm. back but um, anyway later in life after uh, we had kids then my and then I also saw at one point also before we had kids um, just a, almost like a nurse practitioner I don't know what they would would be called right um, and she was somebody I'm not even I don't remember what why I started going to see her but she was somebody that I just kind of went to and talked to just almost like you know how's your week going mm -hmm. um, almost like kind of like sort of I would just talk to a friend um, so those were two different things which neither one of those really had that much of a and you don't remember why you started going to no, those? no neither one of them hmm. but I I know when even before we had you I was having some anxiety but I didn't know what it was oh scary um, <laughs> and I mean some of it was I just I remember sometimes I just felt really tired like I and you know I was pretty young so I had like I was supposed to go do something and I would just lay down and I feel like I didn't want to go even though I really did want to go but right. I just didn't have the energy hmm. and um, I got to somehow or other I just figured I figured out that it, it was anxiety there wasn't anything else wrong with me um, hmm. and maybe that's why I went to talk to the nurse practitioner right. lady um, I was just that's an interesting point because I don't even remember like the first time that I heard the word anxiety or like when I started feeling that you know what I mean like right. I, you were talking about that and I was like I wonder when the first time I remember feeling that way was yeah well I mean <laughs> I think if you have if you have sort of daily anxiety or you have things that are that you're you you're that are working in your life or that have worked in your your earlier life that you haven't mm -hmm. dealt with and that's just the way you feel and until something happens you don't even know that that's that's true what what you feel it could just be normal it could right. feel just like right. oh but, it's me yeah, yeah that's it how me. I feel yeah I don't feel that great but that's how I feel but that's just how it is right yeah. um, huh. anyway sorry I'm just it's interesting yeah no um, so anyway at one point I back out this was after we had kids I woke up one morning and I was had um, I thought I was having a heart attack and um, and so we actually called 911 and the um, ambulance came and said 
you know, they came in and checked me out and they said, well, you're not having a heart attack, but you should probably go and, um, you should probably go to the hospital and get checked out. You need help, sis. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what kind of help, but you need it. <laughs> and they said, you know, we don't have to take you in the ambulance or anything, but, um. Good. Don't pay that $600 if you don't have right. to. Right. <laughs> so anyway, dad and I went to the hospital and, um, spent the day there and they did a whole bunch of, you know, they made sure that I didn't have a heart attack and my <laughs> lungs were okay and Your all vitals. that stuff. And um, so they just said, you know, we don't really know that they sent me home from the emergency mm. room with, we don't, there, we, there's no reason, you know, hmm. maybe you just were having a spell or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Having a spell. They really didn't say anything. They <laughs> this was even, the 90s. <laughs> they didn't even say anxiety. I mean, wow. so they sent me home literally with nothing to no, <laughs> no information, just that. Because they didn't have any. We can't find anything. Yeah, they didn't have any to give you. Right. So somehow in my mind, I, I determined that it was anxiety. Like, huh. And then I think I started thinking back to the times that I didn't feel good earlier when I felt tired and so anyway um and I so I cut I started to cut my work schedule down and yeah at this point mom was working all the time yeah. um I think you had every other Friday off at that point when I, we were little or was that yeah then? and that's yeah that so that was at my aunt clipper so yeah. when my anxiety started really getting bad was when I was before that I was at the law oh, firm oh. and I was working like 12 hours a day, every day. Yeah. Dad was at home with you guys. He had started doing the papers, so he was home with you guys. Um, I was working overtime. It was a very stressful job. I had a three-hour commute back and forth. From... So you would understand why mom would think she might be having a heart attack. <laughs> right. um, from all senses of, you know, she was never home with her kids. She worked right. a million hours a week. The at commute, a law firm. The commute right. into D.C. Like, get out of here. Right. <laughs> So, understandably so. Yeah, so then I, I guess I, I didn't even remember that. I was work. I was off every other Friday. And then after that um, spell, I, um, I cut my schedule down some more. So, mm -hmm. I was off. I, I don't know if it was then, right then, but not long after that, I st started being off Wednesday and Friday. Yep, yep. And I did that for years. But, um, so anyway, that was that, and then moved on, and then... Um, and I think it was 1997, my dad died. And we, my dad and I had gotten back together and he, we Many had a great things. relationship. And, um, and so the girls were older. I mean, they were still little, but. So yeah, Melanie, I wasn't even 10 yet. Right. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. So it was and 97, I, was, I think. When oh dad yeah, died. I was six doing right. math. Yeah, I was so, four. <laughs> right. And so my dad died. I just started a new job. And um, um, and so that's what kind of kicked it off for me. The this the whole kind of tr I I was forced to figure out whether I was going to just continue going and feeling the way that I was, or if I was really going to um, figure out what was going on. And Unpack things. Yes. And so um, John and I had started going to see a. Uh, therapist who was a um, pastoral counselor. Yes, yes. So we went to see him for a while together because in the course of me working 12 hours a day <laughs> and having two kids and a mortgage and all that stuff, um, we had kind of grown apart and sort of felt like 
as a, uh, the pastoral counselor put it, we weren't really operating as a team anymore. That's how it, I mean, not that it felt like that when we were younger, because I had no concept of like what was going on, but mm -hmm. it was mom or dad during the day, mom at night. Right. That's what I remember. Yeah. So it was never both together unless right. it was the weekend. Right. But that's just, I mean, from my infant brain. Right. right. Not mm -hmm. from, nothing against that. Right. I mean, right. we had a very great childhood. Nothing. Yeah. No, right. no shade, no tea, no, no, <laughs> right. no, yeah. So, I mean, that was one of the things that I really wanted to make sure happened because I didn't want you guys to have the kind of childhood that I had. Right. Mm -hmm. That's very apparent even now as an adult. Right. That's very apparent. Yes. From yeah. both you and dad. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Because dad was on the younger half of his siblings line too. Dad is going to be a very interesting episode as well. So coming soon to a podcast episode near <laughs> right. you. Yeah. Because he has kind of a different, I mean, obviously he's different because he's not mom, but <laughs> dad is the younger half of his siblings and he got kind of a short end of the stick in right. his family. Not to bring this back to him, but... Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think both of you have had a similar goal of right. having me and Melanie, and plus you only had two kids <laughs> compared right. to what Dad was raising. Right, right. Um, it was very apparent through my whole life that you always wanted it better for us, right. which I mean, parents always do. <clears throat> right. But you have firsthand experience of what a bad childhood would look like, right. <laughs> yeah. And using trying that, to, trying to turn a negative into a positive. Yes. So. Right. That was always and that's hard. why we didn't want to, you know, we lived in Damascus and we didn't want to move from Damascus mm, right. until, because that was part of my childhood experience that I went back and looked at, um, was we moved like every other year, we moved to a different town. Yeah. I mean, I think I went to 10 different schools before I graduated from high school. And just that alone is enough to... Um, you know, especially when you're that crazy. young. Yeah. Like those are formative years that carry, right. well, that's why they call it childhood trauma, ladies and gentlemen. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. It literally is your formative year. So if something screwed up then, or it doesn't have to be like, you know, little things like mistakes and stuff don't usually right. carry, but like the way that you've told us about how you were raised and brought up, just the moving around part. Right. That's just, I mean, that rips kids out. They don't know how to make any connections with people. Right. They, are unfamiliar and they don't want to put any roots down with anybody like right. it's it it makes a lot of hardship for yeah. when you're older yeah <laughs> and then we were moving around and then we didn't have that stability of having parents that you right know, my parents divorced when i was That's 13 and you know they never really had a good relationship and then after that i had a absolutely horrible relationship with my mom really up, up until the day that she died mm -hmm. um and so, anyway, so we, John and I started going to the pastoral counselor that came through, um, uh, he was associated with the church we were going to, the Methodist church, and, um, shout out to the Methodist yeah, church! Yeah, um, <laughs> they really were a big, a big help, and yeah. during this time that we were, we were going through this, and when the girls were little, they were baptized there, it was, it was a great place for everybody to be, but, um, so anyway, during the course, so we, John and I went to see Gary once a week. He was the pastoral Gary. counselor. And, <laughs> I um, love Gary. <laughs> um, so then we were kind of coming, John and I were kind of coming to the end of, of what we were, were needing to take care of. And I made a comment to him. For some reason, I was there by myself. I don't know if he told me to come by myself. Maybe he was going to talk to each of us by ourselves. 
Yeah, because at the didn't end. you guys both go by by yourself sometimes? Yeah, I guess we did. Because I, I mean, Dad's told me like when I, when I used to meet with Gary or you know what I mean. Oh right. So well, Dad went after some time right. after I did too right. by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll save that for Dad though. So. Yeah. Right. But um, so anyway, I made some remark when I was there. You know, and it's kind of one of our going to be one of our last sessions, and it was some just. Um, kind of off-the-cuff remark <laughs> about um, that I don't re- I don't know I don't have an opinion about things <laughs> and so that must have you know piqued his interest he was like so huh <laughs> right so what do you mean you don't have an opinion about things and I said well I don't know you know this girl I worked with she goes you know I really like that chair I like those kind of chairs there and I'm like I look at that and I go I don't know. It's a chair. I, have, I don't have an opinion about it. And it, it there's and so that that was he was like, well, you know, maybe we should talk some more. Is kind of what he um, said. Why don't you come and start coming see see me by myself by yourself? So I said okay. So he gave me a book the next time um, that I was in there. And so he was digging for information. So it was this book and it had millions of questions that he had me answer, like I did a chapter a week or something. And then I'd come in and give him my answers. It was, it was almost like the journaling thing where, you know, mm-hmm. what did you feel? But some of these were like questions about what happened in the past right. and what did I think about mm-hmm. this. Digging deep in. Yep. And so I would answer him and then he would look through him and he'd go, okay, well tell me about this one. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> So um, he was reading you, yeah, <laughs> for real to filth, yeah, based on answers you said, right, right, <laughs> on he, your truth. He said I did a really good job of answering. The well, questions. of course you did, because you're a Virgo, and we always have to be the best. Ta ta. So um, anyway, so I spent um, a year in uh, weekly therapy with uh, Gary, and. Um, we unpacked it all and it was um we got down to the to the worst thing that i could feel um i spent and the girls can tell you this <laughs> i spent a lot of time in the bathtub um lots uh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen i'm talking like i would come home from school and mom would be in the bathtub yeah. and it was like 3 30 yeah yeah and she'd stay in there till past dinner yeah. like, and I don't mean to laugh about it but it was just right. when you're younger like that coming home and your mom's just constantly in the bathtub you're like what? is she okay what is happening right. yeah. <laughs> and I mean you know dad took really good care of you guys yes. and he gave me the space that I needed to do that work mm. but I mean I spent a lot of time um, crying in the bathtub yeah. um, I did a lot of reading he gave me some books to read I was uh, did a lot of Bible study because this was well. He was a pastoral counselor, so there was there was a, some Jesus in there, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, he took me. Um, basically, I took out my childhood, everything that hurt me, and um, and looked at it, and it hurt, and mm. um, that's what I was doing in the bathtub. I was crying out of those t- tears, and I never. Um, cried and then I 
I actually went, you know, I like to research things. So, um, <laughs> Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. <laughs> so I went and I went through all of the records that I could find and I made a list of every school that I went to in the town, how long I lived there. Um, and then I, um, I had become, uh, I love, this really, this whole thing is because I had a horrible relationship with my mom, and so we just never really had much of a relationship, and um, so I, I was trying to make some sense of the whole thing, and um, so I reconnected with some of her family, because my mom was, was already gone at that point, and me and the girls made a trip out to Indiana, and I met with some of her um that you know visited with some of her brothers and sisters that were still alive out there and basically reconnected because I'd been estranged from them for well mm. definitely since my mom had died and even before that um and then I went made a trip down to Texas and I visited my dad's the wife that he had when he died because he my dad was married four times um <laughs> <laughs> And I, oop. <laughs> yep. Um, the Lord stopped me from saying what I was going to say. So <laughs> that's why he made me choke instead. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, I, I met up with, um, well, actually it wasn't that, well, I did see her, but I saw, I, I, <clears throat> I had a meeting or a visit with the woman that he left my mom for, who, I, you know, I knew. Bum, I mean. Bum, bum. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I was just doing all this research to try to make some sense of it and put, to understand it basically is what I was trying to do and make some sense of it and, um, which I did. And then, you know, I was, when I was out in Indiana, one of my aunts basically sat me down in the kitchen and gave me <laughs> some information about my mom that, um, nobody had ever told me before. And, um, she was, um, sexually abused when she was um, a young, she was like 21 years old, not by anybody she knew. Um, and nobody ever said anything about it and um, she never did and they didn't, nobody ever said anything about it even after it happened to her. Hmm. So they all just kind of swept it under the table like it didn't happen. Hmm. And so that is the piece that I was looking for about why my mom spent most of her life like she did and she couldn't she couldn't have a relationship with me and um so and she you know she my dad divorced and I mean you know my dad was married four times so he, <laughs> that'll he, give you a little uh, insight right. into what he was like he was married but... I mean, but he was married to my mom for 12 or 13 years so yeah um and he was a good guy he was very proud of me and um we had a great relationship and uh, Megan got to meet him one time. I don't yep. think you you never met him. I don't think. I don't well, think so. No, I was, you did. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, well, we all the went down right where I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, right. I you were really little. Yeah. And um. Yeah. So anyway, I was able to, with Gary's help, make some uh, make some peace with my past, and um, realize I was able to give my cut my mom some slack because. I got some information about what she had been through. Right. So that helped me understand why she was like she was and 
why our relationship was like it was and um and she and I mean I actually got to the point we did an exercise at the dairy my very last time there where he had me do this kind of walk and I actually was I I spoke to my mom and wished her well as if she were there huh and um Ooh, I just got like goosebumps yeah, yeah. so Woo! I was able to um, kind of put that out into the universe and um, and so I mean I don't think I don't know what what shape I would be in if I would even still be be alive I was just was, about to say um, that I mean because I, I was in in really bad shape bad bad anxiety and I just felt horrible and um, and I certainly wouldn't have the kind of attitude that I have and I don't think I would have been able to have the kind of relationship that I have with Megan and Melanie if I hadn't gone through that yeah because um, those things tend to keep going from generation to generation that's accurate yeah <laughs> which is um, why you got some of that right exactly from your mom right mm -hmm. right which she probably inherited some sort of yeah oh yeah something from oh yeah because your um, your family is kind of like from what I know I don't know a lot of detail I just know kind of the air of things but it seems like there's a lot to unpack there. Yes. From several generations, not just your mom and right. her sisters and brothers. Right, right. But a lot before that, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was never... I mean, also, too, when your mom was going through her, you know, when she was assaulted and things like that, right. no one said anything about it. Right. right. She couldn't go somewhere and be right. like, it wasn't help a, me. Like a, right. Yeah, she would have been thing. looked down upon. Yes. Like, it was her, like it was her fault. fault. Yeah. She yeah. asked for this to happen. Right. So... Right. I can cut her some slack on that too because, right. Uh, right. you know, I don't know. I never knew her, but right. yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot for anyone to handle, especially when you're in that time period growing up. Right? Yeah, and then and she was like 21 years. She old never or processed something. it. Never she did never anything. Processed it, right. So I feel sorry that she didn't get to right do right. that work that you did to resurrect. Yeah, or to um. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, like to to process that for her too. Yeah, because right. that was some of her generational trauma that right. she passed on to you. Right. Not necessarily yours to deal with, but manifested itself in a different right. way. way. Right. Right. Wow. So my whole, whole point of that is, you know, if if you haven't, I mean, you know, there was no abuse or, you know, no physical or, you know, mental. Maybe there was at points a little bit of emotional abuse, but, um, you know, I just didn't have that great of a childhood. And, I mean, the childhood probably would have been one thing if I would have been able to have a good relationship with my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what I had to work through. And so, you know, I really think it's really important to take, you can't keep it all hidden away. You've got to take it out and you have to look at it. And when you shine some light on it, yeah, it can still be sad and scary and you, maybe you're going to need to, you know, cry in the bathtub for, for a few <laughs> hours of, about all the, everything. But I got it all out. It was just all inside of me. And it was mm -hmm. going to, it was probably going to kill me if I hadn't gotten yeah. it all out. But I just saw, I'll end with this, <laughs> my story. Um, I, I just saw, I just shared it on Instagram the other day. Um, it was on in a story on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it. I think I saw it. That said, a woman who heals herself heals her mother and heals her daughter and heals 
other women around her or something mm. like that. And I thought, oh my God, isn't that the perfect? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm going to take that. I, know, I mean, that for me, it was like, okay, so I, I healed my mother. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You did so, the work. Mm-hmm. Right. That, uh, again, some of that energy wasn't yours to, to right. work through, but it was manifested and right. in intertwined into yours. Right. Yeah. So you had you had the groundwork <laughs> right. dealing with it, and you took on the challenge of dealing with it. Right. So that, you know, I know that we were already born, so I don't, I mean, I have anxiety, but I don't think I have any of that yeah. in me or right. Melanie. Right. Mm-hmm. None of that is manifested in, yeah. <laughs> because someone must have known you were going to do the work right. eventually. I know. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, oh. Yeah, that's a story, yeah. isn't it? That there, is, there, there's many more pieces to that, but we don't have time to We don't have time unpack to unpack all of that. Of that. But that was a but, lot to unpack. <laughs> right. Brian. Yeah. But you guys know some of the story. I've yeah. told it to you in more detail than that before. Plus, you lived through, you know, you lived through the story. Absolutely. I just, and, yeah, I just remember like, you taking a lot of baths. I don't really yeah. remember that much. And going to see Gary. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that just shows you how important it is yeah. to do the work, not just for yourself, but for your family, right. mm-hmm. your partner, your friends, sisters and brothers, your friends. Like, mm-hmm. not only are you helping yourself, but you're also being an example. I mean, you share that story pretty openly. I mean, yeah, you just share yeah. it here right. with yeah. people that you don't even know that yeah. are going to listen. Right. Some, some heavy stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Mom. Yeah, for yeah that. you're welcome. I mean, I think it's. I mean, I've been told I should write a book because, like I yes. said, there's more. There's there's more to that. That was yeah. sort of the condensed version. But but the important part was, you know, you have to. A lot of people, I feel like. I mean, I know some of the, even people in my people in my family. Not not you guys, my extended family. They they think they need to, or they start to go see somebody, and then they're oh, I don't want to do this. Well, it's hard compared work. to that. Yes, I wouldn't want to go do it either. It's hard right. work, but I mean, when I started out, I didn't know how hard. Well, work that's it true. Was gonna be. Yeah, right. and then as you kept going, it's like, well, okay, well, this is a little bit harder. But looking back on it, you're probably just like, whoa, Nelly. Yeah, like, I mean, people that I tell that story to go, I can't believe that you, that you, did that all you that. did it. Yeah. But once you get started, it's kind of hard to stop. And but then know. it was also the opposite of like what else, what it could have done to you if right. you had not treated it right. Um, what I was gonna say is like it's interesting that like in the nineties, like there wasn't like that much like talk about mental health. Right. Yeah. As compared to like now where like mental health is like a huge thing now. The word right. is almost over saturated right. now. Right. And like it's so much more important and well, recognize that it's important right. yeah. now that it is than Right. In the nineties, even in the nineties, it was right. the nineties, which right. it wasn't that far far right. away. No, it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was still not really yeah. um, recognized. They didn't right. give you anything to go yeah. off of. Right, they're like, well, it wasn't a heart attack, so yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Bye. <Yeah. laughs> go research yourself. I mean, when there's no internet, he didn't even yeah. say it could be anxiety or right. Anything. He didn't give you anything right, right. where that would have been just shot my anxiety up and be like, okay, well then what is it? <laughs> right. Like I need some, I need There's something to go a, off with. If bruh. it's not a heart attack, then what am I, yeah. what's happening to yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. a demon inside me or something? Like what's <laughs> yeah. the tea, bruh? Yeah. 
But by that time, it was already that the heart attack feeling of it had already gone gone away. away. Right. So yeah. then I so then what I was left with after that was over was I felt oh that must have been the connection. I felt exhausted. Yeah. And that's what I felt like back at those times where I didn't feel like I had any energy and mm -hmm. I wanted I was going to go out, but I just was just like oh I don't have any energy. What you know what's wrong mm -hmm. with me? So I guess I kind of maybe connected those. I don't know. Um, just well, you're pretty smart, so that would yeah. make sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you. Well, Mom, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, I hope, pool peeps, that you're listening. And if you need to go see someone and need to work through something, do it. Because you can come out on the other side after you pull it out and look at it and let it go. Mm -hmm. You don't even yeah. have to file it back away. You can just... Yeah. Put it, it somewhere just, else. It just becomes part of your story. <laughs> yep. And and you you can just file it away, and it's just part of your story. It doesn't have to have any power over you anymore. Mm. It doesn't have to be make you mad or sad or anything. It it could just be like something she talked talked about right now. She right. told you, she gave you the tea. She didn't. Yeah. She didn't get mad about it. She didn't cry. She didn't. You know. Right. She's not wallowing in it. It's just part of. How, why right. she is the way she is yeah. so she's it's intertwined into and, who yeah. she is and, and very thankful to have done it and come out yeah. on the other side because I like I said I certainly wouldn't be the person that I am today as far as my mental health and feeling happy and being able to be grateful and mm, um, mm -hmm. even in this panoramic <laughs> and um, she said it she did the joke <laughs> and um, so yeah it was definitely worth the um, it was definitely worth the work to, so this um, is your sign, Pool it. Peeps. If any of you are going through, not even half as heavy as this, but yeah. if you're going, going through anything, through it, it, capital I T, yep. um, this is your sign mm -hmm. to put it's in the work. Right. Yep. <laughs> Becky J will to be start very it. proud of you. <laughs> and if you need an anonymous, objective resource, Becky J is available. Yes, yes. I'm happy <laughs> She'll to. chat with you. Yep. I'm happy to talk to anybody. And you can read her book. Yeah. When it comes out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taken baths or whatever I'm, it's called. Yeah, Taken baths Take, or from the bathtub. Crying in the bathtub, yeah. Um. <laughs> Tales from crying in the bathtub. <laughs> um, so now let's transition to the stupidest question of the podcast that oh, I'm going to answer okay. or ask you. Awesome. Um, I like to go really, really deep and then pull back and go Makes really, sense. really shallow. Yeah. Um, take a break a little okay, bit. Okay, because, you know, I need a drink just from hearing that story. <laughs> I mean, Amen. this you live through it, so... Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. I mean, I have to, before we get into that, I have to thank you for doing that. I mean, Melanie and I wouldn't be where or who we are right. without that either. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, it, I don't even feel like thank you is like the right thing, but like. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. good. So, yeah. Yeah. Now let's get into the dumb stuff. Um, <laughs> the cannonball question this week, Mom. Yes. It was actually kind of written in by someone, but mm -hmm. Callie kind of sparked this, so thank you, Callie McLaughlin from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Who is your favorite daughter? <laughs> Megan or Melanie? Wait, how many daughters do I have? Megan or Melanie? Is that, is, are those That's the, all we know of. Are, 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 <laughs> are those the two Those are the I two choices. From? Yes. You cannot include Jasmine. Oh. You can't. You can't get out of this one. You're on the spot, Haney. I don't have a favorite daughter. <laughs> so we the, know you don't have a goofed. favorite. It's a joke. Yes, but yes. The, well, the thing is, they both say that 
they're my favorite, <laughs> or the, or that the other one's my favorite. Like Melanie says, Megan's my favorite. Uh-huh. And Megan says, Melanie's. I know, a hundred percent. So Megan's your so favorite. is so. Um, I think that if they both think the other one is my favorite, then we're even. So that, that's how I'm calling it. <laughs> I was trying to start some drama. I was trying to stir the pot a little bit. Nope. Mom said, nope. She put the foot down. I know you don't have a favorite daughter because that would just be cruel and unusual punishment. Yes. Uh, We already kind of answered that question earlier anyway. You just have different ways of communicating with both of us. Because we're different people. Like, you can't do the same thing with each person. Like, that's the same with all your friends and stuff, too. Right. Well, that's true. Right. Some you have to... Friends, some you have to manage more than others. Some, some, you, some you can just be friends with. Not yeah. that I have to manage you or right. you, but I was yeah. really talking about some of my friends. Yeah. That's the T. That's the T, sis. Perfect. Um, speaking of dumb stuff, uh, I have a lot of questions to, to ask you from the pool peeps. Um, Excellent. I, I got a lot for you because mm. I think the pool peeps were really excited to have you on the podcast. Um, so let's start. Um, I actually asked your best friend, Amy. Yeah. Oh. Amy Austin from Shout Austin Acres. Shout out to Amy. <laughs> she Amy. wrote in a question to me today. Yeah. Uh, and she asked, knowing what you know now, what career path would you have chosen to walk down when you were younger? Mm. I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I feel like that my skills are, I think... I didn't really know. I didn't have a career path when I started out when True. I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I and really, I even though I've done very well and I've had some really great jobs and still have a really great job. Um, Shout out to Enoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of all just I kind of just fell into all of them, and then you know I worked at a law firm for years and years, which I don't recommend that. Yeah, don't um, do that. that that's, not the, <laughs> that's not the right path for anybody, um, including lawyers. Yeah. Oop. Um, and I oop. Um, but um, I, I, you know, was did pretty well for a long time at law firms. I don't know. I, I think maybe I should have just gone to uh, school to be an accountant and mm. been a CPA because yeah. that really seems to be my skill set. That's, I mean, that's what I would um, say for you. Yeah. yeah. You basically are that anyway. Right. Right. Without the certification. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. so mom's yeah. good with numbers. She can see, you know, stuff in the numbers. She can read it. She books. Can... Budget books. Yeah. So if you need yeah. help with budgeting too, hit your girl up. <laughs> yeah. Therapy, support, and also uh, budget. Ba- budget balancing. Yeah. Right. She's got you. Financial answers. So financial them. advisors. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you, Amy, for answering that or writing in that question. Um, let's see. Which which one do we want to start with first? Um, so, of course, Callie wrote, already said, you know, like, um, she sparked that question Who's for us. Who's your favorite daughter? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she also asked, who was the better behaved baby, Mel or Meg? Here I am getting roasted Yep, again, this is folks. another roasting hour for Melanie. Well... Um, it's not really behavior so much as it was sleeping. That's, yeah. Um, I mean, when they were little, um, (laughs) when Megan was born, she... Just go ahead and say it. Megan was the better behaved baby. Well, it's not, it's not behavior really. It's just sleeping. (laughs) Megan would sleep. She took three hour naps. She slept all night when she was like three weeks old. She slept for five or six hours. Um... (laughs) 
she, and so she was sleeping all night, you know, when she was pretty young. I was the reason parents decided to have a second child. Right. <laughs> well, also, we didn't want you to be an only Well, child. okay. Shh, shh, yeah, because they're... Becky. Yeah, I didn't want to have... <laughs> well, yeah, only children, especially a Virgo. Yikes. Yeah, I didn't want to have an only child. Anyway. So we wanted to have another child. So then we had Melanie. And Melanie... <laughs> Melanie had colic, though. We didn't That's really true. realize that until later. And, and now there's probably a million things that you could do to help that. But back in those days. It was again, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> can't uh, diagnose anxiety. Can't diagnose colic. Yeah. That's mean, what's it, up. Yeah, colic is almost anxiety. It affects your Pretty stomach. Much. It yeah. gives you, you know, bad gas. Your stomach hurts. It's <laughs> called out. Um. <laughs> okay. Melanie's gassy. <laughs> We're an orderly line, Jen. <laughs> okay. Put it in the pile of gifts for my other suitors. Anyway. Insert today's fart joke. Thanks, Fred. Um, so, um... <laughs> so, at the end of the day, I was the best behaved, meaning sleep-wise. Yeah. Megan was a sleeper. Melanie, because she was had college, she did, did not like to sleep. Ever really, and um, until she was two years old, and and we we kind of reluctantly took her out of the crib because we were afraid because she never slept that she might like go open the front door and go walking down the street in the middle of the night. There goes Melanie out <laughs> the door again. She's two years old, and there she goes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, when we took her out of the crib and put her into a little toddler bed, she slept a lot better. So I don't know if she always had crib. Did you feel like you were in prison? Her whole life or what? But I don't know. Uh, okay. Maybe maybe being in a crib gave me anxiety because I felt like I was trapped. Mm. Okay. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> but um so anyway, behavior I mean, besides that, behavior was never really an issue for either one of the girls growing up. No no even when they were teenagers. They True. were always good, just every now and then would need a little um tweaking a little uh, push in the right direction or something but yep. um, there was never any behavior issues really well thank you Callie for writing that question in <laughs> <laughs> she also asked um, <laughs> how did you meet John um, so if you want to give us like a small snippet of how you met our father well I met um, Johnny J I met John in a bar um, he was playing in a band remember going to bars yeah that was fun yeah. he anyway. was, he was it was this little hole in the wall bar in downtown DC not too far from uh, the capital down in that part of DC and um, my good friend Amy Amy Austin aforementioned was um, her boyfriend was in the band and so I went down with her to watch this band play and John was in the band he's a bass player and um, I liked him when I met him that night and she doesn't like him now <laughs> No, that's what it sounds like she was right. saying. After, I liked him then. After uh, what? How many years of marriage? I don't like him now. Uh, <laughs> almost, almost 35 years yep. of marriage. Um, so that's how we met. In a bar. Yep. In a bar. <laughs> uh -huh. Love that. Love that. Mm -hmm. um, Annie Frisch from Texas wants to know, what role would you want to work at Disney if you were working at Disney? Oh. Oh, I like that mm -hmm. question. <laughs> Big Disney fan. Yep, Becky J. Becky. Yes. Where I would you want Disney. to work? And what role um, would you want to work? Well, um, my first requirement would be it would have to be in the air conditioning. 100%. Uh, yes. So. If you can choose air conditioning. <laughs> right. Yes. Mm -hmm. We don't have the luxury of choice when we were 
hired, but. No, I don't know. I could see myself working in uh, in merchandise in one of the stores. That's why. Merchantainment. That's what I always think. <laughs> yeah, of me. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where would you want to work? Like what park? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Because why? Because like you would want to talk to the people. And, like, right. Like and yeah, help them like, pick out stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Personal shopping by Becky. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> And like attractions, like yeah, you talk to people, but like also like yeah, you're like, then you're like no, oh, you're like get out of there, go have ahead, Gina. Oh, no, yeah, you I'm can't have any more. Get out of here. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> It's only two per row. Sit down and shut up. Yeah, buckle in. Yeah, um, I think merchandise would be a pretty good place for you to work. Yeah, actually. I would love that. I, I'd love to work at Disney. It's a little part-time retirement job or something. Mm. Well, see it coming soon once the panorama's over. Right. Uh, <laughs> Um, thank you, Annie, for that question. Yeah, thanks, Annie. Jordan Meals, aforementioned Pisces, uh, wants to know, what's your funniest memory of Megan and Melanie as kids that we did? Oh, it could be something silly we did or just a funny memory that comes to your brain. Mm. Which, good luck, everybody. <laughs> she has a small <laughs> arsenal of memories to pull from. <laughs> Her memory ain't that great. Right. Yeah. Well, I remember that the um, law. I don't even know if I was there. Oh, I remember Melanie um, nailing the, the, oh. uh, the, the uh, what was it, the golf tee into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melanie saw our dad or someone doing like hammering yeah, sometime. Yeah, we had gone to look at an open house and I think yeah. it was at a golf course. Um, <laughs> it was a golf course um, development and so they had a, they had a, a bowl of golf tees on yeah, the table. Yeah, with the name something. on it. And we had just painted the downstairs, too. And Melanie, Melanie, we came down and there was this golf tee sticking out of the wall. Jordan's going to love this answer, too. I just, I can tell. And Melanie said, I said, why is there a golf tee? Melanie said, I had the idea. (laughs) That's when it started. And then she also drew, like, alien people on the walls with crayon markers. I remember that time when you were. Um, oh. I also remember a funny time when Melanie first laughed when she was. Oh when yeah. She was she was sitting on the bed. Yep. And our little dog jumped up on the Spiffy. bed. And she yeah, she was really a little dog like she weighed like six Toy pounds Fox or something. Toy fox terrier or something yeah. yeah. A punchable dog. Yeah. Yes. And um, she jumped up on the bed. Melanie was sitting on the bed and Melanie started laughing out loud. It was the first time I heard her laugh really laugh out loud. Lol. Aw. Cute. <laughs> She was LMAOing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when uh, that time when you were in the swing down in, in the in the townhouse and you like, I don't know, Melanie was down running around in the backyard and you like hit her. No, Melanie hit was... me. Oh. Melanie was oh. in the swing and I was running oh. around being a jerk. <laughs> okay, I had that wrong. Yeah, I was running around being loud and obnoxious like I am and Melanie humbled me by kicking me in the head. When she was sitting in the swing. And she was laughing. Yeah, she was <laughs> Dumb beach. Anyway. So that's that on videotape. That one's on video. So if yeah. you want to see it. Yeah. yeah we got those you. Are, those are good ones. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Jordan, for that question. Mm-hmm. Um, Colleen. Oh. Did I already ask Colleen's question? No. No, so. I didn't. <laughs> um, Colleen uh, from Reno, Nevada asked. If you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, man. We only have a short uh, amount of time, so. <laughs> mm. I think it would be to not be so hard on yourself. To not, hmm. you know, 
it's uh, you know don't sweat the small stuff <laughs> to be cliche <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's some of the stuff that we worry about just doesn't matter so accurate mm -hmm. we're all floating on a ball of matter in the middle of space like and in a panoramic yeah. and we're so, in a panoramic so, so like yeah now I, I think that people are a lot of people some people need to be harder on themselves but but and um, that's about all that and they're not ready for that conversation but um I was pretty hard on myself I think that you guys are kind of hard on yourselves too a little bit roasted um, I mean that's not a roasting thing that's a that's um that's a kind of a self-aware yeah thing mm -hmm. Um, hmm. Sometimes you. I'm fully aware that I'm hard. <laughs> yeah. I wrote about it the other night. All right, so there you yeah. go. So don't be so hard on yourself. Thanks, Mom. That would be my general advice, Colleen. Thank you for that. Thank you for that question. Mm -hmm. um, Diane Frisch, um, that would be Annie's mother in law, um, that just asked her a question earlier, um, said or asked, What do you love and admire most about Megan? But I also want you to answer this question for Melanie. Mm. So what do you love and admire most about Megan and Melanie? Um, I'm listening. <laughs> Melanie's like, I'm ready for some compliments after just yeah. being Roasted. on fire this whole conversation. <laughs> you gassy girl, you. <laughs> gassy, gussy girl. <laughs> um, oh, you can no. go with Melanie first. <laughs> Nothing. Period. Yep. And that's on period. Yep. Well, I mean, I think I admire you both for a lot of the same things. Like, oh. you know, you're you're both good citizens of the world, um, of the country. I'm a good noodle. I'm a good um, <laughs> you, um, That's another uh, advertisement to wear your freaking mask, you dumb right. pieces of poop that aren't. Right. Anyway. And now you got to wear two, not just one. Yeah, two. wear two. Wear two. It's not that bad. Yeah. A disposable and a cloth. It, it's great. Um, I did it today. It's we did fine. it. You can fine. do it live. Um, yeah, you're good citizens. You've, you know, had good jobs. You've both worked hard. Got college degrees. Um, you have a great work ethic. I think you both care about other people a lot. Go and, on. Um, <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> and you're my girls. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. That was cute. Um, Corey Hwach from Australia Corey. wants to know... Chuckin' a Yui, mate. Chuckin' a Yui, mate. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's earlier in the... Series. When we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to know, what are your thoughts on the nickname Becky J? <laughs> I love Becky J. Becky J. I mean, I've been called various versions of that. Mama J. When Megan, I remember when Megan mostly was in college, that Mama J started. Mm -hmm. And Katie um, Berry still calls you that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yep. So, yeah, I love all those nicknames. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and, oh, Diane also asked, um, this is a two-parter, what was your favorite trip or adventure together? I think she was talking about me and you, but you can talk mm -hmm. about any of the trips that we've taken as a family or as girls or whatever. Mm. Um, or one that you really enjoyed. doesn't have to be your favorite. Right. Well, I mean, I've loved to travel. I've loved all of our trips. Um, 
uh, we had a really exciting trip to Europe last year, um, pre a couple days before the pandemic started, um, which was great. That was probably, um, other than how many cut it short, that was a great trip. I loved mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, we went to London and went to a wedding. And uh, I've loved our trips to California, mm, to Disneyland, to Disneyland, and to the beach. And, um, and then I used to love, I mean, we used to come down here before we lived here. Yeah. Um, we used to come down here to Disney World all the, you know, once a year, twice a year. Mm -hmm. um, when the girls were living down here, I'd come down here every couple of months and stay. And we yeah, always had fun. Orlando. Yeah, we'd, all, we'd go. When I came down, we'd always, a lot of times we'd rent a Disney room, hotel room, and have a girls weekend. And those were really just the best. True. I loved it. True. Yep. <laughs> cool. Um, well, that brings us to the end here. Thank you, um, Diane, for your questions. Yeah, thanks, Diane. Um, that brings us to the end of the podcast. So, Mom, your question from Carly Brown mm. from last week. Um, let's go ahead and answer that, and then you can ask ask your question to the next guest who we okay. don't we don't have anybody confirmed yet. Right. So, gotcha. So, Carly um, asked, "What's one thing that when we get back to a new normal, you're going to miss?" from the pandemic, like social distancing or, you know, some kind of guideline or something. Uh, it doesn't right. even have to be a guideline, but right. what's one thing that's in place now that you're going to miss? Well, I mean, I think that I said at, at the beginning when back when I had gone to Disney or Universal after they reopened and during the pandemic um, that I liked the lower crowd size yes <laughs> um, at disney you need to keep that right yeah but, um but then you know a lot of stuff isn't open because of the lower crowd size true so, that's, right. uh, so catch 22 I don't, I don't like that but uh, right. there were some other kind of things at disney that i thought um i would the cavalcades i would like oh yeah i liked the cav cavalcades um instead of the big parade that yeah they, the three o'clock parade said right. you had the cavalcades coming through yeah whatever. where they're just kind of random yeah but they're cute and they're just a few characters and a car and stuff so that's very disneyland um, where they would have characters roaming around at yeah. all hours of the day mm -hmm. yeah so um I, I guess that's that's my answer to that okay some we'll take it. Kind of sort of Disney, some of those Disney theme park things. Yeah, I, I want the physical distancing to stay forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want anybody near me. Right. I don't want <laughs> right. I don't want anybody up on me. Right. Y'all can stay away. Unless you're in my group. Unless you're in my pod, I don't even want you near me. Okay? Right. But yeah, I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what's the question you want to ask the next guest? Um, my question is also about the um, pandemic, the... Uh, during the during the pandemic have you or in 2020 did you learn anything new like a new hobby or um did you um maybe even pick up something that you used to do like i i i haven't done this yet i should but i said i was going to um like i found a, a blanket that i was crocheting from many years ago and I was like well I should get get that out and work on it now so mm. maybe did you has did you pull anything out of, that you used to do as a hobby or um, anything like that did you start anything new that's a good one in the 
in the panoramic. The, the panoramic, right. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. whoever gets that question is going to like it mm-hmm. or love it, uh, and they'll have to answer it. So, yep. nah. <laughs> uh, well, Mom, thank you for being a guest. Thank you for I, having me. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't too scary for you. It wasn't. Um, thank you for sharing everything so about your story and also answering our dumb questions we had for you yeah um thanks for dealing with us <laughs> thanks for all the groceries you buy thanks for all the times you've had to wake up in the morning or early in the wee hours of the night because i was crying or <laughs> you know when i was little and also you know during last the, year yeah. um doesn't change yesterday. almost 30 years old hasn't changed um but yeah so uh thank you for being a guest Thanks for being a wonderful mom. Don't want to get too sappy at the end. Um, (laughs) Gross. You. But yeah, you're cool. Yeah. Aw, thank you. I'm a cool mom. Got that fun mom energy. energy. (laughs) I'm not a. What did they say? I'm not a normal mom. I'm not just. I'm not just a regular mom. I'm I'm a a cool cool mom. mom. (laughs) Uh huh. And that just took you down a little. (laughs) Anyway, do you have anything you want to leave the pool peeps with? No. Love you, Paul Peeps. No. <laughs> yes. Love you, Paul Peeps. <laughs> All right, then. Well, bye. Bye. bye.